Welcome, 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 geeks and nerds, boys and girls, to our first ever Batstravaganza. We have interviews with Gotham's own David Mazous, who plays Bruce Wayne. We also have an interview with the voice of Batman, Kevin Conroy himself. Then we'll be playing Batman trivia, your chance to win some amazing Batman prizes. So stand by. We're talking TV, comics and movies, and video games. Star Trek from Star Wars We'll try to explain There are 12 doctors From Hogwarts houses One ring rolls and more To be the greatest Pokemon master You must catch them all You must catch them all And for those of you listening live right now via either the TuneIn Radio app or if you're in the St. Louis area listening on 1260, thank you very much. If you're listening to this after the fact in the podcast form via either Podomatic or on iTunes, we thank you very much for your listening as well. We have a jam-packed show. Uh, We're going to start it off with an interview with Gotham's David Mazous. He's been playing young Bruce Wayne for three seasons. They're heading into the season finale coming up here in just a few more weeks. We had the chance to have a chat with him and here's what that went like. And right now we're talking with David Mazous, uh, obviously Bruce Wayne from the series Gotham on Fox heading towards the third season finale. David, thanks for joining us on air. Of course. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Uh, so many questions for you. I want to start with, uh, as a, a young actor, you've got 78 years of mythos piled on your shoulders that you're carrying each week, and you have such a, both a, a gravitas as an actor, which is kind of uh, unusual to see in someone your age, but also you play this vulnerability that Bruce Wayne has to have. Uh, what a gift you must have been to the casting directors when they found you. Could you talk a little bit about what the casting process was like when you obtained the role. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a long process. It was um, very strenuous. I, I think my very first audition was early December, uh, right before Christmas um, when I was 12. So it had been four years ago this coming um, December. And um, I don't think I booked the role until early March. So it was a really long process. Um, the first time I tested, I tested three times. The first time I tested, I had an 102 degree fever. Oh my gosh. Um, it, yeah, it was, it was very, it was very stressful. Um, I met with a lot of different people and, um, but eventually, um, you know, I, I, I got the, I got the job and I was obviously elated and, um, it all, it all worked out. And, um, something that you mentioned, the fact that, Bruce has a constant um, balance between vulnerability and strength is something that I think is really central to the character and that um, is really portrayed in all of um, the incarnations that we've seen of this character. 
um, like you said, of, over the course of the 78 years of, of history and meat that, um, that we've had. Um, and it's something that I, that I've, that I think really is going to be, um, displayed a lot more, um, especially the, um, how his vulnerability leads him to become even stronger, um, throughout the next, uh, the final episodes of the season. And with the, the playing the part of Bruce Wayne, and not only that, but you're also playing your own doppelganger currently in this uh, season. What what do you do to kind of uh, find that divide to make the the clone Bruce different from the real Bruce? How is I mean, because like I said, you're 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 just turned 16 recently. Happy belated birthday, by the way. And to have such an amazing role and to be to have to pull all of these facets together must be very challenging, but also I would assume rewarding as an actor. Yeah, I think I think you said it perfectly. It is a great challenge, but it also is incredibly rewarding. Um, when I was first posed with this acting opportunity slash challenger, um, whatever you want to call it, I, I really believe that it's both. Um, at the beginning of the season, um, I, I really wanted to have a strong distinction between the doppelganger, the clone, and um, real Bruce. And what... I kind of I asked myself the same question. I asked myself, how can I make these two different? And then I and then I came to the realization that I don't have to ask myself how do I make the, the clone different than Bruce. They are already two different people. I, I see them as two completely different characters. Their their only connection is that they both happen to look identical to one another, and um, and that, that don't happen to be it's for a reason, obviously, right. in the show, but. Um, <laughs> But they they are two very different people with different backgrounds and different stories and different emotions and different ways of processing things and different biological structures. Um, and as we saw in this last episode, the clone is is um, is, is dying, and so that's something that's going to be very important later on. And um, uh, I hope I didn't spoil anything for people who aren't caught up. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, that I think that's really how I made the distinction is that I I, I realized that they are two different people they're not um the same person with a different spin and one of the things that people love seeing each week i know i've talked about this with multiple fans is the relationship that bruce has with alfred and sean pertwee just delivers an outstanding performance every single week that he's on uh, how how have you bonded with sean as far as you've got that relationship on camera but i'm assuming there must be a great relationship off camera as well that carries over no, there is. Sean is somebody that I look up to in so many different ways. He is an incredible actor. He's so experienced. He's um, he knows his craft so well. Um, he he's constantly telling me stories about about his um, many 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 year um, history in this profession, and um, and also he's just an amazing person to be around. He's so funny. He's, he's just, he, he really brings a great energy to any room he's in. And, um, we've really developed a, a great bond that goes past, um, uh, a coworker's relationship. And he's somebody that's very important to me in my life. And, um, uh, and speaking of the Alfred Bruce relationship, that is going to be something that is a very, very central theme in Bruce's and Alfred's storylines. Um, throughout the final episodes of the season, especially towards the very, very end, their relationship is going to be put in great peril and something something that we've never, ever seen or thought imaginable before um, is going to happen between the two. And um, 
it it will put it will create repercussions that I don't know if um, either can can ever come back from. Ooh, see that's that's a fantastic tease right there. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the other things about the show is the the incredible cast you've got. You've got Robin Taylor uh, playing Oswald. You've got Ben McKenzie doing a fantastic job as James Gordon. And I love what Gotham is doing is it's not just because this is kind of an unexplored territory in Batman's history. This this area that never has been fully explored in between his parents being shot and his return to Gotham as Batman. So there's so much uh, of the mythos that can be played with. Do you have a favorite, uh, anything you'd like to see happen in season four? I know you don't want to give any spoilers away, but we've got Mr. Freeze. We've got Poison Ivy. Is there anything you'd like to see as a as a fan that I would love to see this be introduced? Yeah, there's so much that I'd like to see in season <laughs> four. Uh, um, I don't even know where to start. I feel like I, feel like I want to see Bruce. Um, get out more, and I think um, where we leave off season three, um, that becomes a very real possibility. I don't want to give away too much, um, uh, but I, I, I would really like to see um, Bruce kind of start to take control of of the villains um, in the city and start to see them as his own personal villains, mm. um, and. Um, and start to take them on. You talked about um, Mr. Freeze and Firefly coming back on the show. Um, I would love to see some some more villains come on. Um, I huge fan of Suicide Squad over here, so yeah. I would love to see um, Killer Croc come onto the show, Harley Quinn, um, and I think that we might get those sometime in the near future. That would be amazing. So. I, obviously, you can't give any spoilers or way or anything like that, but I'm assuming uh, just the way it's going. We obviously won't see the cape and cowl for a while because in the Batman mythos, he's 25 before he actually puts everything on. Are we going to get some kind of a costume in the near future? We will. All I'll say is that we'll get. You will start to see the first hints towards the Batman costume very soon. Very soon. All right. Well, we can look forward to that for Very sure. <laughs> and I guess um, with, like I said, with everything you've got uh, on your plate here, carrying this this uh, new era of the franchise, did you have a favorite Batman yourself when you went back? Because I know you did reviews and you did research. Was it uh, Kevin Conroy? Was it Christian Bale? Do you, David Mazus, have a favorite Batman? Um, I think a lot, people ask me this question a lot, and I, um, it, it, it's really tough to think of um, my favorite Batman because people have, I mean, the, the, the amazing actors who have portrayed him over the years have done such um, amazing jobs, but also very different from one another. So, you know, if you look at Adam West and Christian Bale next to each other, of course, they're, they're both playing Batman, they're both playing Bruce Wayne, but their kind of personalities are so completely different, the opposite sides of the spectrum, right. that it's very hard for me to think, to, to kind of pick one over the other, other, because in my mind it's comparing apples to oranges. But if I had to pick one, I do think it would be Christian Bale, only because he's my Batman, he's the Batman that I grew up with. Sure. Um, it, when I was growing up, his three movies kind of were released periodically throughout my, my early childhood, and so I feel like... Um, He's kind of my earliest um, 
memories of Batman where it came from Christian Bale. That makes perfect sense. And I know you have to get going, so I'll just ask you one last question. If you had to sum up, you know, you've been at it for three seasons now. Uh, it's every, you know, kid's dream to be Batman. If you had to sum up your experience playing this role in one sentence, what would that sentence be? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Pressure's on. Um, <laughs> every, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a sentence that every kid wants to be Batman. Right. Um, There's 10% who want to be uh, Superman, but we don't talk about them. No, we don't. Yeah, we don't talk about them. They, they belong in a special place. Exactly. Um, um, if I had one sentence, um, I would say I have no idea what I would say. I would say that. Um, oof. Um, I, I would say that I got this. I got this. Trust me. Um, I have faith in you. That playing, playing, playing a version of Batman has been the most daunting but gratifying feelings that I, anyone could ever imagine. I, I can, that's well said. That's perfect. And I think that's, very, uh, that's a very Batman thing to say. David Mazouz, you can catch him on <laughs> Gotham. The season finale is coming up on Fox. Make sure you tune in every Monday night. David Mazouz, thank you so much for being on air. It's a great pleasure. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Thank you. And there he is, David Mazouz from Gotham. Very well-spoken, uh, very uh, knowledgeable about his role and it just goes to show you how uh, incredible it is to be part of the Batman franchise, even if you're Michael Caine or if you're someone young like David Mazous. Uh, he was a great guy to talk to. And we've got more. We're going to have Kevin Conroy coming up next, the voice of Batman from across the video games, the animated series. We'll be back with that right after this. Stand by. Hi, this is David Mazouz, and you're listening to geek to me Radio. Hey, my name is James Enstall. I host geek to me Radio. Every Saturday right here, you can tune in 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Today, we are doing a Bat-stravaganza. We just finished up our interview with David Mazouz, who plays young Bruce Wayne on Gotham. We're going to go into our next interview, but before we get to our interview with Kevin Conroy, we have some breaking news this is an exclusive. Uh, you guys, my listening audience, are the first to hear this. Nobody else knows except for people already at the station. Joey, you know about this, right, already? You already know? Are you firing me? Well, I, I didn't want to do it on air, but it's come to this. No, no, of course not. 12.60 a.m., the James. That's right. We'll just I'll run, run the whole thing myself. No, 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 of course not. What uh, The exciting news is we will be transmitting, in addition to 12.60 a.m., we'll also be transmitting on and as yet unreleased FM frequency. So if uh, you're in a part of the area, the St. Louis area, where it's a little kind of dicey at times, especially if there's bad weather, we're going to have a crystal clear FM channel coming in June. So you'll be able to listen to us in crystal clear quality, like you already are if you're listening to us on the TuneIn Radio app. It'll sound just like that in, uh, in June, FM station. So it's very exciting. Also, I want to mention that our, uh, our premier sponsor, without whom the show would not be possible, Historic St. Charles. I will get to more about them later on, but make sure to go to the website. It is a gorgeous day today. If you're not going to see Bob Singleton and Ben Ritchie at their extravaganza garage sale, best geek garage sale ever, if you're not doing that, then you should be out in St. Charles enjoying the day. You can check out what there is to do at historicstcharles.com or follow them on Twitter at discoverstc. And I'll talk more about them as our premier sponsor a little bit later on in the show. Right now, we're going to go to our next Batman interview. This one, he's been uh, playing Batman now for 25 years. 
He's been in the animated series, groundbreaking show. He's voiced him in several of the animated movies for DC, including Justice League Doom, which is up for grabs on Blu-ray as part of our trivia prize pack, and in the Justice League animated series, and across the Arkham video games as well. Here he is right now, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Conroy. We are here talking with Batman himself, Kevin Conroy. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm great. So I know I've read in interviews before you were not at all familiar with Batman and the comics before you took on the role. So what were the first, uh, what did you start reading to get into the mindset, the character? Well, you know, it was really a situation of just an actor in an audition and the director telling him what the background of the character was. Uh, Bruce Tim explained to me uh, the source of his tragedy and his childhood, his parents being killed. He lives his life to avenge uh, their deaths. He turns that tragedy to be a force of good. So it was really an acting exercise for me that day. And I had a lot of background in the theater. Um, I went to Juilliard. I did a lot of off-Broadway, Broadway, Broadway, a lot of theater work. And I I specifically did a lot of classics, Shakespeare and Greek dramas. And the way he was describing the character, I said, you're describing the the classic tragic characters. You're describing Orestes or Hamlet. And he said, oh, well, no one said that in an audition before. So I said, well, let me just use my imagination. And I just, you know, went to this very dark, uh, painful place and came up with the sound. So it was it was a good example of how life um, is never what you plan on it being, you know? Yeah. Life is what happens while you're busy making other exactly plans, right. as yes. John Lennon said. Um, every, but everything I, le- I, I worked on up to then led to it. You know, all the theater work I'd done, all the improvisational work I'd done, you know, to feel that loose in an audition, to just go with ideas. Um, when people come and ask me about getting into the business, I always say, Act, voice acting isn't, isn't making funny voices. Mm-hmm. It's acting and only being able to use your voice to tell the story. So it's, it's acting. So if you want to get into voice acting, study to be an actor, get into an acting company, you know, become an actor. Um, and you create the character just with your voice, but you can't make it so embellished that it becomes cartoony. So it's a funny line you walk. But I, I had to come up to speed on Batman completely. I had my only background on it had been the Adam West series, and when Bruce Tim heard that, he said, "No, no, no, <laughs> go in and you know erase that memory." Everyone loves Adam West, but that was a whole different tangent. Definitely was, yeah. And yeah. Lauren said the same thing that he was only familiar with Robin yeah. from Burt Ward's portrayal. And you got the chance to work with Adam West in the episode where he came back as the Great Ghost. Yeah. So that must have been a lot of fun having uh, two Batmans on the same stage. He, uh, he is the most gracious uh, gentleman. He's just a. He's from another school of actors, you know, like Ephraim Zimbalist yeah. Jr., yeah. who was Alfred. They're just an older school uh, of real gentlemanly actors who were... So, he was so gracious. I was a little nervous meeting him because, you know, you kind of feel like you're stepping on someone else's <laughs> legacy, you yeah. know? And he said, oh, God, no, have fun with it. I had a blast with it when I was doing it. It's your turn now. Go and have fun with it. So, yeah, I loved working with him. And we've had... Uh 
Susan Eisenberg on our show before, who did Wonder Woman, and we just had Phil Lamar last week doing that Justice League with that ensemble. Uh, they said it was some of the most fun that you guys ever had, and to have that whole cast together. What was what was that like going from doing the animated series into Justice League? Well, working with Susan Eisenberg is like sort of an orgasm every time <laughs> you do because she's gets at the sexiest voice imaginable. So um, uh, it was a great group. Uh, Phil Lamar is such a good guy. Uh, everyone in that show was great. Um, Andrea Romano brings really uh, generous actors together. She likes to get people who are givers in the room um, because she knows everyone feeds each other in that atmosphere. Um, so they were they were wonderful. In fact, word got out with the original Batman animated series. Word got out in Hollywood how much fun these bookings were, so that everyone wanted to come in. So the guests were incredible on that show. Yeah, they had a lot of great, a lot guests. of wonderful guests. And Andrea said she had no trouble booking anyone she wanted. That's what Susan said. Everyone wanted to work with Andrea. Yeah. So that was. And if I had uh, one last question, since everyone says uh, who's your Batman, a lot of people they have all these live action actors. A lot of people say Kevin Conroy is. Their Batman. How does that feel to be, you know, doing the animated series, but up there with the likes of Michael Keaton and uh, Adam West, and in that same company? Well, I have an advantage, to be honest, because Batman is an animated character. You know, sure. he was a cartoon character, and he's most alive in the animated world. When you try to make him live action, um, it's just a little, you know, it's harder to do. So when I'm the voice of the cartoon, uh, I have a leg up on the live action guys because the cartoon is the, the animated world is the world where Batman lives yeah. it's where he exists so I can really go with people's imaginations you know um, and when you hear a voice that's associated with a cartoon you go to a very intimate place in your imagination and it gets embedded so people grew up hearing that voice with that character in their childhood imaginations so I you know brainwash them at a very early age. <laughs> it's all about and getting it, get him young. It was effective, right, yeah, exactly. Right. Well, Kevin Conroy, it's been a delight. Thank you so much for being on the show, and we look forward to seeing you back through St. Louis soon. Thank you. Take care. He was fantastic. Uh, I, he signed some stuff for me. He got a couple pictures with him. What a great, great guy. And again, you know, you hear that voice, and it gives you chills. You, it takes you right back to those times when you came home from school and watched Batman animated series. Uh, Lauren Lester was also there. We played an interview with him when we were at Wizard World Live, and I've been saving this one. It was the perfect time to do a bat stravaganza because we are going to do Batman trivia coming up next here. You'll get the chance to call in. I did a live periscope earlier. If you're following me on Instagram, if you're not, you should be at geek to me radio on Instagram. You can see the prize pack that you have to win. We've got uh, some comic books going all the way back to the Silver Age. We have an old issue of Detective Comics. We have some action figures from the Justice League series back in the early 2000s. We have Gotham Season 1 on Blu-ray and Justice League Doom on Blu-ray. We have a Loot Crate exclusive wooden Joker figure. And we have a Batman Beyond poster from the DC Universe. All that can be yours. Call in, answer a Batman trivia question. Put your name in the drawing for your chance to win the prize pack. We're going to take our next commercial break. We'll be back, so stand by. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're listening to Geek to Me Radio. And we're back on Geek to Me Radio. Just had our interviews with 
Dave, uh, David Mazouz from Gotham and Kevin, I almost said real David Mazouz because that's how his Twitter handle is, uh, and Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. We're going to do Batman trivia next and this segment powered by the Nerd Out app. If you have a smartphone, an Android, an iPhone, a tablet, you want to download the Nerd Out app. It gives you access to all the going-ons in your area, the geeky happenings. It'll tell you what comic cons are coming up, if there's other things happening. Uh, you can check out escape rooms in your area if you're traveling. It's great because you can pull up the app. Oh, I'm in Kansas City this weekend. What's going on in Kansas City? Check out events that are happening in Kansas City. They're geek-related. All that and more. Create your profile. Look up pictures of cosplay. All right from the app. Nerd Out app. Go ahead and download that right now. We are going to hit the Batman trivia next. We have our first caller, it looks like, already dialing in. If you'd like to call in, toll-free 855-770-1260. We are going to go to our first caller for trivia. Hello, who's this? Hello, Mr. Einstall. This is Sam. Sam, how are you? Good. Good, good. good. Are you, you're, a, you're a big Batman fan, so I'm not going to be able to stump you with the trivia, am I? Oh, I, just, I don't want to win a prize. I just want to play trivia. Oh, you want to play trivia? Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's do... Uh, how about this one? I'll give you multiple choice. In which year was the first ever Batman movie released? Was it 1966? 1943 or 1989? Okay, well, it can't be 1943 because that was a serial that wasn't a movie. So it has to be 1966. The, actually, according to my sources, they, they made a movie from the serial in 1943. They had the big 1966 production with Adam West, but now you've got me wondering. So you're saying that that wasn't an actual movie. Did they string the serial together to do a movie? I don't know if they if they did. Back in the 60s during the Batman craze, I saw the 43 serial. They ran it chapter after chapter. They booked it at a lot of theaters because of the Batman craze. Hmm, I wonder now. See, I, I wonder if they I wonder if they counted that. All right, well, let, Sam, I'm gonna, you're my first one and I want good karma today. So let's let's do a, a bonus question to make sure because <laughs> I don't want I want my first caller to go away without winning a question. So we'll do uh, let's see. How about name the uh, we'll do this one. In the Batman and Robin movie that came out, it's celebrating its 20th anniversary this year with Chris O'Donnell and uh, George Clooney played Batman. It featured three villains, Mr. Freeze, Bane, and Poison Ivy. In the comic books, which of those three villains made their appearance first? Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, or Bane? That would be Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze is correct. Appearing in Batman number 121 from 1959, Poison Ivy wouldn't show up until the late 60s. So, Sam, uh, we're going to go ahead and put your name in the drawing. Uh, Joey V is going to get your information. And good luck. Thanks for calling in. You bet. All right. There goes Sam. Put him on hold. And Joey will get his name and uh, phone number. We'll give you a call back. If you are the winner, if you'd like to call in and play trivia, we've got uh, Batman prize pack featuring action figures, Blu-rays, comics, and a poster all for you. Uh, just give us a call toll free eight, five, five, seven, seven, zero, one, two, six, zero. I mentioned that that was the 20th anniversary of the, uh, Batman and Robin movie. It's hard to believe it's actually been that long ago that the movie came out, uh, kind of surprised, you know, it's, it, I feel like I'm getting old. Joe, you saw that one in the theater or were you too young to see that one in the theater? I lived in the theater just to see Batman movies. I didn't even know when the next one would come out. I would just wait years and years for the next one. And that's, uh, yeah, and then it kind of unfortunately 
went away because Joel Schumacher, in my opinion, ruined the franchise. And uh, we didn't get another one until Batman Begins, which was worth waiting for, obviously, uh, with Christian Bale. That was fantastic. We have another caller calling in. Let's see who this might be. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name, sir? Bob. Bob, and uh, you're a Batman fan. Am I going to give you a, do you want a, a comic book related question or a movie related question? We'll put it like that. Oh, give me whatever you got. I don't know how good I'll do, but I'll sure try. Okay. Uh, how about this one? Uh, we've seen him in Gotham now, and he was obviously the villain in the Batman and Robin movie, Mr. Freeze. He's constantly working to try to find a cure for his wife. What is Mr. Freeze's wife's name? Uh, Mrs. Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's tech- I was looking for a fr- I guess I didn't, I didn't really parse that correctly. I was looking for a first name, so I- I'm going to go ahead and give it to you because technically you're right. Uh, but what, what, what uh, um, you know, the first name? Uh, I don't know. You stumped me. Nora. Question. No, no, no. It was, it's Nora Freeze, but I didn't parse that correctly. I said, what's Mr. Freeze's wife name? You said Mrs. Freeze, and technically that is correct. Nora Freeze is her name. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and put you in. So, Bob, uh, stand by. I'm going to plug you on hold. Give Joey V your information, and he'll put your name in the drawing. Thank you. Thank you. All right. There goes another one. we got two in right now. Um so we've got just about a minute left to play with. So before, if you're, uh, we're going to up there, another call coming in. So if you're, if you're calling in right now, stand by. We're going to get ready to head to break. Before we go to break, I want to mention our premier sponsor once again, Historic St. Charles. As I mentioned, today is a gorgeous day. If you're in the car and you're listening to us on the radio, hopefully you're heading down to Historic St. Charles. I just drove in from Kansas City, and on the way in, I uh, was coming across 70, and there's a lot of people getting off on the first Capitol exit, a lot of people getting off on the 5th Street exit. Hopefully, those people are going downtown to enjoy the park. Uh, They enjoy all the different places they can eat outside today. It's a gorgeous day. They can eat by the old Millstream restaurant. You can eat at Magpies. They've got a nice patio there. You can sit out on the winery at the Vine Restaurant right there in the uh, 300 block, I want to say, of South Maine. But there's not a bad place to eat. You can go up and down, do some shopping. And as I always like to say, you want to make sure you hit the English shop because if you're a Doctor Who fan like me, get yourself some Jammy Dodgers and some Jelly Babies and uh, watch Doctor Who. We have a new episode of Doctor Who on tonight. So you can do all that and more. You can plan your trip. There's events going on, too. There's always events happening, especially during the summer. Heritage Days are probably coming up soon. You can check that out on their website, historicstcharles.com. Hit the events tab to check out what's going on and plan your trip. And follow them on Twitter, at DiscoverSTC. We're going to go to our first break since we started trivia. And we'll come back. We're lining up some calls right now. So if you're on hold, stand by. We'll be back right after this. Great hair. May the force be with you. This is Susan Eisenberg, voiceover actress, and you are listening to Geek to Me Radio. And there is the voice of Susan Eisenberg, who Kevin Conroy referred to her voice as orgasmic in our interview that we had on with Kevin Conroy earlier. Susan Eisenberg will graciously be coming on the show again in two weeks on the 27th of May. So mark your calendar for that. We're going to be talking about the upcoming Injustice game, which is I actually came out, I think, uh, already. Um, if it's not already out, it will be out, I think, on Tuesday. I can't remember the date. If it's this Tuesday or it came out last Tuesday. She voiced Wonder Woman again in that, and we will be talking with her 
in two weeks. Make sure you mark your calendars. Tune in to geek to me Radio. And, of course, follow me on Twitter and Instagram for updates like that one at geek to me Radio. We're going to jump right back into our trivia segment. We're going to go to uh, the line one here. We have Larry holding. Larry, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Uh, how's your Batman knowledge? Would you say it's uh, good, really good, or outstanding? I'd, I'd say good. Good, okay. Uh, well, here's one then. Uh, in the 90s, one of Batman's villains broke his back, leaving him wheelchair-bound. Which villain was this? Would that be Bane? That would be Bane. Very good. Larry, I'm going to plug you on hold. Joey V is going to get your name and contact number. We're going to draw names at the end of the show, and if you're our winner, we will give you a call back and notify you. All right, the man that broke the bat. That's right. Thanks very much for calling in. And he's on hold. We're going to go to our next caller. We have uh, Ben. Ben, you're on air. How are you? Hey, great. How are you doing? I'm well. Thanks for asking. How's your Batman knowledge? Oh, it's fair to middling. Fair to middling. Okay, let's see. Um, We have... Here's this one. How about uh, what year was the original character of Robin first introduced? Now, I'll give you multiple choice. Was it... 1940, 1950, 1960, or 1970? Uh, I, I want to say he was introduced as early as 40. 1940 is correct. He made his first All appearance right. in Detective Comics number 38 in 1940. Very good. So, Ben, I'm going to plug you on hold. Joey will get your information, and we'll draw names at the end of the show. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Hang on. And we're going to go next. It looks like we've got, I think this is John on line three. John, how are you? Very good. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for calling in. How's your Batman knowledge? Good? Really good or awesome? Well, I would have gotten the last two right, so I'll go with good. Okay, okay. Uh, we have, let's see, well, we had Kevin Conroy on the show who voiced Batman in the animated series. In the animated series, which actor voiced the Joker? Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is correct. Luke Skywalker himself voiced the Joker. So very good, John. We're going to plug you on hold. Joey's going to get your name and phone number. We'll draw names, and we'll notify you if you're the winner at the end. All right. Thank you so much. All right. And uh, that cleared the phone line. So if you want to call in now, 855-770-1260. Call in toll-free, and we'll get you on to answer a question about Batman. If your answer is correct, we put your name in the drawing. At the end of the show, we will draw the name of the winner who wins the Batman prize pack, including Gotham Season 1 on Blu-ray, Justice League Doom on Blu-ray, some Batman action figures, some comic books, including uh, Batman uh, number 33 from the New 52 featuring story by Scott Snyder, artwork by Greg Capullo, and we have a Detective Comics from the Silver Age. We have Detective number 345 also in that prize pack, along with the Batman Beyond poster and some more goodies. You'll win all that and more. So we are celebrating Batman. He's always been my favorite superhero. People say, well, he's not really a superhero because he's just a guy. But if you read the comic books, especially uh, there's a dozen different stories where Batman ends up saving everybody. He ends up saving the entire Justice League. Uh, One of my favorite stories was in the early run of JLA, which came out in 1997, the White Martians attack, and they disguise themselves because if you're watching supergirl right now you know martian manhunter are you watching supergirl joey i'm not it's um, it's it moved from the cbs to the cw it's very good mm-hmm. uh they had a couple episodes like every show does where it's kind of like eh, that could have been better but we've introduced the white martians on supergirl and uh david harewood plays john jones the martian manhunter and martians can shapeshift 
Did you know Martians shapeshift? I had a feeling. Well, why wouldn't they? What else? Do, exactly. That's the only what, thing I need what, them to do, really. What else are they going to do? That way they can hide themselves and look like, you know, you and me. Mm-hmm. I might be Martian for all you know. Of course. Why wouldn't you? Makes sense. <laughs> the prettiest Martian I've ever met. Stop. But uh, so, yeah, we've got the Martians and uh, the white Martians disguise themselves as superheroes pretending to save the world. Batman figures out their white Martians as they're taking out the JLA and Batman takes them all out. Uh, ends up freeing Superman and they end up winning the day. It's one of my favorite Batman stories. Um, but yeah, so we're kind of honoring Batman today. We had a great interview earlier with David Mazous from Gotham and Kevin Conroy. We played those before we started the trivia. Uh, once again, trivia, if you want to call in 855-770-1260. And we've got Susan Eisenberg coming up. Uh, we're probably going to do a Doctor Who edition next week. We haven't done much Doctor Who. And this is Peter Capaldi's uh, curtain call as the doctor this season. We will have a new doctor uh i've heard i've never confirmed who it'll be but evidently it's the redhead guy who was in love actually he played colin who went to america to find hot chicks i hear he's really good he's on a show now uh that uh he's fantastic on so i'm looking forward to it because so far they haven't done a miscast it's always hard getting used to a new doctor when the doctor regenerates you're kind of like oh we're losing david Tennant, but we got matt smith oh we're losing matt smith but we got peter capaldi so we'll see how this one goes. I am a huge, huge Peter Capaldi fan, and I will be very sad to see him go. I hope they retain a lot of those things. We'll have Chris Chibnall taking over as the new writer, and we're going to have our friends from the St. Louis CIA Celestial Intervention Agency in next week to discuss Doctor Who. And then the week after that, Susan Eisenberg, the voice of Wonder Woman herself, will be on air again talking about the new Injustice game. We had her on the show back in, I want to say November? And she couldn't talk about it at the time because, you know, all the exclusive things she has to sign say, yeah, I will not divulge, blah, blah, blah. But uh, she's going to come on now. She promised she'd come back and she has graciously consented to come back on then. We'll talk to her and then we'll finish out the month. Who knows what will happen? I don't even know what happened. I didn't even know we were going to have uh, David Mazouz on until uh, Wednesday night when, when they said, hey, come in the station and interview David, uh, David Mazouz. Now, you invited me to go to a movie screening. Did you have to ditch that screening just for David? I did. I had, I had to bow out. Um, so Batman's bigger than Alien. We would Now we know in a fight who would win. Obviously, Alien would be clobbered. Right, by Batman. Because yes. Batman beats everything. It's he's Batman. just a guy who can kill aliens? Uh, thank you. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants because he's Batman. We are going to take our next break. Well, we li- we out there. We got a couple phone calls uh, calling in right now. So if, was, if you're calling in right now, hang on. We're going to get to you after the break. We'll be back with more right after this. Hi, this is Shin Han, and you're listening to Geek to Me Radio. Shin Han from the 2008 movie The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger. Uh, we had him on the show when he was promoting Ghost of the Shell, and uh, Joey went ahead and edited that, then put a little Dark Knight music underneath it. So, very cool. Thanks, Joey. Appreciate it. We are wrapping things up right now. We are going to draw our names. We've got uh, five names in the hat right now. That last call called in telemarketer that's rude i i just i can't even believe they're dialing in right now i do not want to buy a refrigerator thank you gosh 
Anyway, uh, we are going to draw those names live on Periscope, so I will have the drawing up on there, which will then, of course, go to Twitter. So for all of our listeners who called in, we had uh, Sam, Bob, Larry, Ben, and John. Thank you all, and may the odds be ever in your favor. We'll be drawing that right after the break. I want to mention, too, uh, Allied. Uh, they uh, put on all of the screenings that we get to go see here on the show, and I want to mention some stuff that's coming up. They are, uh, if, you're, if you're a foodie, and there's, there, it's, it's a food geek. That's what you are. You're a geek about food, which is cool, because who doesn't like food? Uh, we've got some cool things coming up on the Food Network, premiering on May 15th, Italian Intervention. Host Monte Carlo heads to Montclair, New Jersey, to help restaurateur Franco with his failing establishment, Fresco de Franco. She brings in six undercover Yelpers who describe problems with the restaurant's food and service. When Monty attempts to address the issues, Franco is resistant as he thinks he knows better. You can check that out. They've also got a bunch of things coming up on the Food Network, uh, premiering Tuesday, May 16th, Schoolyard Lunch Bag Brawl. I'm assuming it's food and fisticuffs. That always sounds fun. And they have uh, on Chopped for the Food Network, premiering Tuesday, May 16th, the Newlywed Game, uh, which uh, Ted Allen is the host. That looks like it'll be fun as well. You can check out all sorts of stuff like that. You want to go to the Food Network. I'm sure they've got their website. You can check out all the things that are coming. And of course, A24 will release Good Time on August 11th. It's a film from Josh and Benny Safty. It'll make its world premiere as a competition title at this year's 70th Annual Cannes Film Festival. Stars Robert Pattison, Benny Safty, Jennifer Jason Lee, Buddy Duress, and it looks like it should be a fantastic film. Uh, we wish them luck in the Cannes Film Festival, and you can check that out. It'll be seen on August 11th. The film is Good Time from A24. That is it for us. We are slowly wrapping the show up. Uh, we appreciate your listening each week, and obviously, if you're following us, you can download the podcast, and we do encourage you to subscribe on iTunes as well. Please leave us a favorable five-star review, just like we were a hotel and we changed your linens and sheets and gave you extra soap. Five-star review. Who doesn't like that? Thank you all for listening. Thank you for the callers who called in. Huge thank you to David Mazous and Kevin Conroy. So until next week. It's not in the way you watch I sound be. Good night.